Freestyle Travel. Hey everybody, this is the Freestyle Travel Show. I'm your host, Kenny Flannery, and this particular episode, I'm going to talk about Trust Roots, a couple other travel sites that I just discovered and rediscovered in one case. Uh, very freaking cool. Uh, puts Skyscanner to shame as one of them. If you uh, listen to my episode about flights, I now wish I could go back and redo it after discovering this site. It's freaking awesome. So I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, and yeah, and then afterwards I'll catch you up on my traveling about. The last episode I left you off in Alicante, Spain. I am still in Spain. I went to the Trust Roots Collective, which is what I'm about to talk about, and uh, smoke crack for the first time. So uh, on that note, let's just jump right into the episode. All right. So Trust Roots is what I wanted to talk about because I just went to the collective. I'm going to talk about the... uh, uh, kiwi.com and roam to rio.com are the other sites apps i'm going to talk about because they're freaking cool uh but yeah trust roots so i did an episode uh in berlin on trust roots interviewing uh, about what they were doing at the moment having a little collective and there's a collective in spain and my friend casper was there uh so i definitely wanted to catch up with him and see what they're up to what's been new in the project what's been going on uh so yeah i went there and uh references is finally going to get implemented uh that seemed to be the biggest uh front facing thing there seemed to be a lot of stuff they're working on sort of in the background that's probably less interesting to uh your average user member in the end it'll be all good stuff because uh they're basically they seem to be getting a lot more organized. There's a lot more people uh, chipping in, volunteering, helping, uh, a lot of back-end tools, uh, rewriting some of the code uh, in different uh, different ways. I don't know. There's probably not too many techie people listening to this, so I won't get way too into it, but basically just uh, making it so it's easier to work on things, uh, which is pretty cool. Oh, Also, Casper uh, showed me trustroots.org slash statistics and there's a lot of cool stuff there if you are so inclined to uh, see what's going on as far as how many members they have which is uh, I think it was like 33,000 last I checked something like that 30 30 something thousand but then yeah they have statistics on everything they really kind of have their data a little bit open up for anyone to take a peek at which is pretty interesting if you're into that kind of thing uh, but yeah, as I say, references seem to be the biggest thing that is going to be, re- be released soon. Uh, if you listen back to the last episode, the big thing was notifications for messaging was finally going to work, which was a huge deal in my opinion, because back then I would send people messages on Trust Roots. Oh, for anyone who doesn't know who tr- what Trust Roots is, I'm just kind of assuming people do know. <laughs> Trust Roots is... Uh, in a way, it's like couch surfing. They they don't want to say that exactly, but it's um, you know it's a hospitality network of sorts. It's meant to eventually be a lot more than that. But yeah, there's like a map, and you can see not exactly where people live, but when you're traveling, you can say, okay, I'm going to uh, Alicante, Spain. Who lives here? Whereabouts in the city do they generally live? And you can send them a message and say, hey, I'm in town. I'm hitchhiking in, or 
whatever need a place to stay so yeah in that way it's kind of like couch surfing but they've got some more going on so like as i was saying uh yeah the last time it was uh, notifications for messages which was huge because before that you would send someone a message and they would get an email about it but not everyone checks their email as frequently as uh push notifications so uh after they implemented that change i felt like i was definitely getting more responses from people which was great so now references is a huge thing. Actually, a lot of people I've told about trust roots, once they discover there aren't any references, they kind of get turned off a little bit because, uh, you know, references tell you a lot about what other people think of someone. It shows you how much they've actually been hosting or staying with people, their activity. Um, it also serves as accountability. You know, if there's references, you know, you can't just screw people over and know that no one's ever going to know about it. Lots of huge benefits. So they're finally implementing that. Um, it seems like at first there's just going to be this kind of yes, no, or positive, negative kind of kind of thing going on. Like yes, it was good. Um, uh, so still aren't implementing like a text kind of thing quite yet. But it sounds like that is definitely coming from all the notes and the dev notes and talking to people. Um, so I feel like once that finally arrives, then I think trust roots is just going to explode and in my opinion, eventually eclipse couch surfing, but there's a, you know, still some question marks and things here and there, but it's, it's looking good. So, uh, I took it as an opportunity to get back into coding. So I used to do a lot more programming in general, just, uh, screwing around with my own websites and. I volunteered for uh, couch surfing for a little bit and had uh, my own site trip hopping going for a while, which is kind of like a travel search engine sort of A to B kind of thing. Punch in where you're at, where you want to go, and show you everything from hitchhiking to flying. And uh, yeah, I used to just be on top of that all the time. Just I was always kind of dabbling with something. And then the last few years or so, I just kind of have not been doing that. Just been busy with other things and got a little rusty. So this was kind of a chance for me to jump back into code a little bit. And I ended up making an app for trust roots at, um, uh, maybe I could link to here, but yeah, I can make that available to people. Uh, this is a meet feature on trust roots as well, where you can just put a dot kind of anywhere on the map and say, it shows up as a blue dot and you can say, Hey, I'm, um, we're thinking of meeting here next week, or you could just say I'm in town, uh, whatever, just have a dot on the map that anyone can see. And then they could message you for whatever. It's kind of vague, like what it should be or could be, but they call it meetups. So my thought was like, how cool would it be if that little blue dot was dynamic and you don't just set one location, but it keeps on moving with the location of your, your phone. So that way you could say, Hey, I'm hitchhiking. And then people could see you on the map hitchhiking the whole way and then potentially offer you a ride. Obviously, there's got to be a lot of people using it before that um, becomes useful. But also, if you were driving, same thing. You could have the blue dot moving on the map and say, hey, I'm driving. Uh, if you're hitchhiking, need a ride, send me a message. So, yeah, I kind of dove into some Android-y kind of stuff and was able to make an app in the, the week or so that I was there that does that so i'm still still testing it i'll probably probably actually wait a little bit until some some other people fool around with it before i make it um 
totally available but yeah maybe the next episode or two i'll uh officially announce that or whatever and send a link i, I gotta get it up on the google play store and yeah people can check that out if they want to and eventually try to bake that feature directly into the trustroots app so uh pretty cool yeah i'm i'm stoked after the whole week i feel confident again uh programming and coding and actually getting into app development instead of websites and stuff so uh pretty exciting and yeah just uh it's always inspiring to be around a bunch of other people doing stuff especially code wise and it's cool to see that there's a lot of energy uh behind trust roots and i just hope uh, the momentum sticks around sticks around and you know it keeps on heading in the, the right direction so could be could be pretty big already 30,000 members you know it's that's not nothing so obviously couch surfing has millions but a lot of those are just you know dummy deactivated or abandoned accounts so who knows how many active couch surfers there are probably still more than 30,000 but um it's getting there it's getting there it's pretty cool so that's pretty much all I got to say about trust roots so that's uh what's what's going on right now They'll probably do some more collectives here and there, but I think there's definitely more people than ever who are kind of just remotely on board, uh, patching things, fixing things, working on new features. Um, there's an API, obviously, so that's how I built the the app, and it's a lot that can be done. So that's that's Trust Roots. Um, I also wanted to talk about uh, Kiwi.com, which somebody showed me. Oh man, this this site is freaking awesome. So I don't know why I haven't known about it. I don't, all right, so I did. You can go listen to my episode about flights. It's still still a good episode, just about the philosophy of how I look for flights as a traveler. Uh, and I pretty much talk about Skyscanner. I talked a little bit about Google Flights as far as the sites that I use, and the reason I like Skyscanner is because I'm always doing like fuzzy searches. I'm kind of like, I want to fly from the United States to Europe, and I don't really care where I fly out of, and I don't really care where I get to in most of the cases, that kind of thing. So I like the fact that Skyscanner would let me just say, uh, set my origin as the United States, and then set my destination. It wouldn't let me set the destination as Europe, it would, but I could do France or something or Germany and I could just check all those and look on the calendar, blah, 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 and find out when and where the, the cheapest flight is that would get me over. But uh, what I wanted was, is, was Europe, you know? Like I wanted to say I want to go to Europe and not have to search like United States to Germany, United States to Belgium, United States to the UK, United States to another one, and do all these searches like one at a time and, until I find out what the cheapest one is. Well, Kiwi lets you do that and so much more. It's freaking, it's so cool. So you can, you can type that in. You could say, I'm in the United States and I want to go to all of Europe and then look on a calendar and you'll see, okay, on January 5th, there's a, a $90 flight. Like, okay. And then you click on that and then it shows you like, all right, New York to, um, Dusseldorf is the the ninety dollar flight on this on this day. You're like, all right, cool. That's that's a good one. That alone, that alone is is freaking cool. But you can also punch in multiple things, which is cool. So, uh, 
a better United States is so huge. So a better example would be, uh, which is coming up. I might be in um, Egypt, Jordan, Israel, that kind of area, and I know I want to get down to South Africa. Well, I can punch that in on Kiwi. I can just say as my origin as Jordan, Israel, and Egypt as the origin. So search for any flights going from any of those three countries to South Africa. Or I could punch in one airport and then have this radius, and on the map I could just drag the radius around. So I could say Cairo, and then I can just like move this uh, graphical circle on the map, and I can make the circle as big as I want, I can drag it anywhere, and that it'll search all those airports as the origin, and I can do the same thing at, as the destination. This is in incredibly powerful. I'm so stoked that I found this site because already, already, I think I found like a, a ten dollar flight that I might take here pretty soon, uh, leaving from Germany to to Israel. I don't, I don't know if I'll, I'll get that for sure. I'm still figuring out what my path is going to be, um, but it's yeah, it's pretty pretty freaking powerful. Uh, yeah, they've got a couple other features that are like really cool, but I don't think I would use. They have some nomad feature they call it, and it's it's pretty clever. Um, so you type in, you have to punch in your starting airport and your ending airport, and then you can just list out all the other cities around the world that you want to go to and how long you want to spend in each place. So you could say New York to Los Angeles, but then you could say I want to spend a week in Paris. Um, uh, three days in Amsterdam, maybe uh, two months in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, two weeks in the Philippines, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll it'll figure out in what order you should go to those places and on what days will make it the cheapest. I hope I explained that correctly if you followed me. Uh, it's a pretty freaking clever and cool feature. I mean, I don't think I would use it personally because usually I'm not flying in and out of the same airport, so I wouldn't like. Yeah, just wouldn't do that. I would if I flew into Paris, for example. I would then like hitchhike to Istanbul and then fly from Istanbul to freaking um, Nepal or something, and then hitch from Nepal, et cetera, et cetera, and just keep on moving once I was on land. But for someone who might be doing that, uh, pretty cool and uh, just clever, just maybe more clever than useful. But it's it's definitely the best site that I found now for sure for looking for flights and I don't think I'll use Skyscanner again because this just does everything I don't think I'll use Google Flights I think this is just what I'll use um, I don't know if they charge um, a commission or something like that I'm not, I might just be I don't know even if they do you could just like find the once you find the cheap flight you could go directly to that airline site and book the same flight anyway so that doesn't really matter but uh yeah, pretty freaking cool. Um, all right, so that's, that's kiwi.com. Check that out. And the other site is Rome to Rio, and it's the letter 2. Pretty sure it's the letter 2, like Rome, numeral 2, Rio. And this site used to be kind of lame. Um, back in my trip-hopping days, I would look at it from time to time because they were doing something kind of similar to what I was trying to do, but it was mostly buses, I think, at the time. So the, but now it's, it's totally, it's way better. It's way better. It's so the idea is that you punch in where you are either precisely or generally, 
Like you could say I'm at this address at this house, or you could say I'm in Sevilla, Spain, and where you want to go to, let's say uh, Fez, Morocco, and it'll then give you uh, everything. Uh, it'll tell you how long it would take to walk there, how long it would take to bike there. It'll tell you what buses are going there and how much they cost. They'll tell you what flights are going there and how much they cost, uh, what trains are going there. And not only that, but if you punch in your address where you are right now, uh, let's use another example. Say you're in New York City somewhere. You're in Queens, particularly at whatever apartment, and you're trying to go to Miami to a friend's house. You could punch in both of your addresses in New York and Miami, and it'll, it'll tell you, Okay, you gotta. It'll take five minutes to walk to the subway. It'll cost two dollars to get on the subway and get to uh, Grand Central or whatever. And on Grand Central, you can take this train, or you could, uh, you know, it gives you every step of the way basically. Like it'll tell you how to get to the airport, how much it's gonna cost on the local transit, and then like what bus to get on when you get to the airport in Miami to get to your buddy's place and how much that'll cost. It's really, really thorough. Uh, and pretty pretty dang cool. The interface is good. Uh, the map is cool, um, both on the app and on the website. So on the the site, you can like hover over each. It shows a list on the left, and you can hover over it, and it reflects it on the map. Like it's basically a lot of what I was trying to do with uh, trip hopping, but and they've nailed it, and they've got a lot of stuff on there. I mean, there's obviously some stuff that they're still missing, uh, bus wise, there's, you know, and there's airlines that don't give their data, but that's kind of just like a a limitation you got to deal with. And obviously they don't get into any of the hitchhiking stuff. So that's like the one thing I would add to it. Uh, And they do have an API. So if I get motivated and I think I might, I can play with that and like add in hitchhiking too. Like show you where the good hitchhiking spots are and give a little description of what it's like pulling data in from HitchWiki. But uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking cool. So it's definitely a good place to start, especially um, I probably wouldn't use it for flights because this Kiwi thing is so awesome, way, way better. But um, in a situation where you were wanting or needing to take a, a bus or a train, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, even public transit, I mean... Google Maps probably has you covered on public transit, to be honest, and they might even be using their API. But I think definitely for buses and trains uh, in situations where that might be cheaper than a, a flight or something like that or a situation where you can't hitchhike for some reason or, or whatever, you know, bus travels getting stupid cheap in some parts of the world with your mega buses and your flex buses of the world. So, uh, yeah, just one more site to look at. Uh, Rome to Rio, but uh, yeah, I think Kiwi's Kiwi's the winner. I really, uh, yeah, they they they're doing everything that I would do if I had access to that data. So uh, it's yeah, it's hard to get too much better. They even have alerts on there too, which is kind of cool. So uh, Rome to Rio's over. <laughs> I'm going back to Kiwi. Uh, the they have an alert feature, which a lot of those airlines do. Those airline sites do. But their alerts reflect your initial search, your fuzzy search. So you said, if you said you want to be within 250 kilometers of here and looking for flights going to any of these three different countries, you can create an alert for that search. And uh, yeah, sorry, I'm going to keep talking about this for a second because uh, 
your destination doesn't necessarily have to be clumped together either. So you could say you're in New York and you want a flight from within 200 miles of New York City, but and then you can set your destination as Brazil, South Africa, and Australia. You know what I mean? Like, and it'll show you the cheapest flight to one of those three places. Uh, so you don't even necessarily have to have it all clumped together in a way. Like you don't even have to make up your mind <laughs> and you can just be like, all right, well, it's cheapest flights to Brazil. So screw it. Let's go to Brazil on what such and such day. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty sweet. So, uh, yeah, that's about all I got to say about all that. Rome to Rio, Trust Roots, Kiwi, three sites to uh, take a look at on your travels. All of them are helpful. And uh, if anyone knows some other cool sites that are going to blow my mind, uh, definitely, definitely let me know. I mean, you can listen. I have an episode, Travel with Google, where I talk about just a lot of, obviously, all Google stuff in that episode. But there's some good stuff in there, too, if you want some more advice. Obviously, like check out hitchwiki.org. That's another general good site, especially for hitchhiking. There's a lot of cool sites. But, yeah, if you know some other good ones, if you know something better than what I just mentioned, definitely uh, give me a shout. I'll take a look at it. I'll talk about it on here if I believe it is freaking awesome. Uh, there's a lot going on in the travel tech world. It's going to keep on getting better and easier, I believe. We'll see how it goes. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. So that's a little bit of information for you, some cool travel sites. Uh, just to catch you up on my travels and oh yeah just one thing like real quick kind of like an ad but sort of a uh, google fi that i use the phone service uh it's it's really cool uh, i've mentioned it on the podcast a few times and somebody somebody used my promo code recently which is awesome because for some reason um they uh they usually give $20 to the person and $20 to me like whoever uses the promo code like they'll give you $20 off the bill and They still gave this person $20 off which is great, but for whatever reason they're running some kind of crazy Thing right now where I'm getting a hundred dollars like which is nuts That's gonna be more than three months of phone service. So thank you to the person out there um, If you indeed got the code from this podcast and at my site and you're listening Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> I don't have to, yeah, I don't have to pay for phone service for a few months. So freaking awesome. So if anyone else wants to use that code, it's TDW3EE. Uh, you can see it on the, the site too, or in the show notes, that code for Google Fi, which is just a phone service, international phone service that Google kind of set up. They just made deals with everybody. So it's 20 bucks a month with all the calls you can make, all the texts that you can send. And yeah, $10 a gig for data prorated. So if you don't use anything, you don't pay. If you use a bunch, you pay more. Uh, but yeah, it just works. No switching SIM cards. It's pretty cool. Give it a look. I don't want to talk about it too much. But uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, but yeah, the last episode I was in Alicante, Spain, uh, with my friend, uh, this guy I'd met in Budapest uh, once upon a time. And uh yeah, went all went all over around with for a little while. So yeah, I was meeting up with him again, screwing around in Alicante, drinking beers here and there, uh, meeting his friends, and uh, 
yeah, there's one funny night where his one of his friends lives up in this like kind of high rise sort of spot. This guy from the UK, and we had gone to some restaurant or something, and we we're just drinking some beers, and we took off and this guy in a bike comes from behind us later down the streets and it turned out to be the the waiter who was serving us and just i guess randomly ran into us so we started laughing with him and he came up to the room and um just started playing the dude's guitar a little bit and next thing you know he's like uh i'm gonna go get some crack who wants some crack does anyone have uh three euros or six euros for what he said and uh the one dude just thought it was hilarious, and he's just like, yeah, here's 12. <laughs> Go get some crack. Are you serious? So, yeah, dude went and got some crack. So I tried crack for the first time, guys. You proud of me? <laughs> it didn't do anything. I'll never do it again. Yeah, He, like, made some weird little uh, crack uh, bottle thing. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Figured this was the time to try it. I was with friends and nowhere to be, nowhere to go. But, yeah, it did nothing. Did nothing. It was a letdown, you know? Crack, you know? It's crack. <laughs> you're hoping you're hoping it's crazy, you know? I was like, alright, let's uh let's block off the next day. About to smoke some crack here. <laughs> uh but yeah. Felt uh felt nothing. So that's my crack experiment. Failure. Um I don't know why people get addicted to crack. Maybe because they keep on smoking it. Like, man, it's got to do something. I'll just keep smoking it till it does something. I don't know. So, sorry, I have a poor review for crack. If you were thinking of doing crack, maybe save yourself the time. But, oh well, you know, it's always heroin. <laughs> One day, shoot some heroin. <laughs> See what happens. Maybe I'll be back on this like, yeah, shot some heroin, just nothing. But... Yeah, so that's what crack is. Um, so actually, the next day I ended up, uh, I was planning to maybe stay another day because I was like, oh, I'll be up all night on crack. But I slept like a baby, woke up feeling fine. So just got on the road all the same. And I hitchhiked to, oh, I was trying to hitchhike to the Trust Roots Collective, which was uh, close to the Portugal border. And I didn't make it. I got some some rides, some decent rides, some longer waits, um Spain is still proven to be a little bit slow, hitchhiking-wise. But I got this great ride from this truck driver, this Polish truck driver. Um, Real cool. He had a ton of gadgets, a ton of screens, tablets. He had multiple GPSs going, just like just a travel tech nerd kind of guy. He was was funny. He he had the best cabbage. He had this, we stopped and he uh, had this uh, burner. Um, It was basically his house on wheels, you know, like a lot of truck drivers. But he had this some sort of Polish cabbage with like these meatballs in it. It was the best thing I've had in a long time. It's freaking good. Shout on that. And uh, originally he was saying he was going to go to Sevilla that night and go to the other side of Sevilla, which is this uh, fair sized city. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll get there dark and whatever. I'm not going to get exactly where I'm going, but I can camp. Uh, but then for whatever reason, he had to stop on the, the other side of Sevilla, close to the center. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just walk through the city. It won't take more than an hour or two. And as I was walking through the city, I figured, ah, might as well check out Trust Roots. So I got on Trust Roots and 
there weren't many dots here, but one of them was this guy I, I met up in Alaska working for uh, couch surfing, uh, Carlos. And I was like, what? Carlos is here in Sevilla? I mean, I guess that makes some sense. But I sent him a message, and it's like 10 o'clock at night. So, and sure enough, he responded. He's like, oh my God, Kenny, come here. He like told me his address, so I come on over. And and, and by the way, on the walk through Sevilla, Sevilla, Spain, I hadn't heard much about this city. It is pretty freaking cool. It's just, I mean... Part of it's because it's Christmas time, so there's like lights and decorations up in a lot of places, but some of the streets are just like mazes, like literally like meant to be like mazes. I guess back in the day, like it was a protection thing. That way if they ever got stormed by some other troops, they, they'd get lost in these mazes and people could dump boiling oil on them from the, the, <laughs> the rooftops. Kind of crazy, but yeah, the streets there, real cool to walk through. So I was like, man, this city's great. And then, you know, just randomly my... My friend Carlos is here, so come and I caught up with him, and he's like, "Obviously, here's a room you can stay in." So I was like, "Well, yeah." So I ended up staying for a couple nights, hanging out with him, because the city was so cool and it was so random that he just like lived here, um, and yeah, just enjoyed the city. Uh, then got on the road to um, the beach town where the Trust Roots Collective was, uh, hitched over there. Took a while getting going. Actually, yeah, it was kind of a a longer day to get there, which and it wasn't that far. It's like an hour and a half drive, but yeah, just Spain has proven to be pretty slow hitchhiking. So, but I got there, and yeah, kind of told you a little bit about the whole trust roots thing, the scene there. There was um, yeah, a few other people programming when I got there, and Casper and his kids and all, and. And then there's some people coming and going because obviously they're just like kind of, you know, hosting people too. So there's a cyclist from the UK. There's a guy from Germany who's just walking who happened to be a huge football fan. So watched like he was a big Patriots fan in particular. So had someone to watch some football with. And uh, yeah, just started getting into a lot of coding and running on the beach, playing around. Uh, spent Christmas there, built a little sand, snowman, kind of hung out. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty mellow, mellow time there, uh, all together. And just yesterday I left and hitchhiked back to Sevilla cause I have a plane ticket here leaving tomorrow to Fez, Morocco. So that's my next move. Uh, yeah, just spending the day here recording this podcast while I got the opportunity, got the space to do it in this room. So uh, I'm not sure what Morocco is going to be all about. I've been hearing everything from awesomeness to heavy-handed warnings <laughs> about all kinds of stuff. Everything from yeah, people are pushy and trying to sell you stuff like all the time, which everybody has said is true. So I'm guessing that and that one at least is true. And people are saying it's hard to couch surf or use trust roots there because hosts are a little different or something i don't know about that i guess i'll find out uh, i don't have a host yet and i'm getting there tomorrow so we'll see what's what but uh, yeah i've already booked a ticket out of there as well because um uh, you know ryan air here in europe you can get tickets one of my tickets was 10 bucks so yeah i'm getting down there and i'll be there for two weeks and then i'll be I got that $10 ticket from Marrakesh to Dusseldorf, pretty much. I'm trying to get as close to my friend Walter as possible to go see him hang out. So, 
yeah, it's a rare instance where I know exactly when I'm getting to and leaving a country. Uh, yeah, two weeks to hitch around. Don't know exactly what my route's going to be. Obviously, I know where I'm getting into, Fez, getting out of Marrakesh, but in between, maybe the coast, maybe Casablanca, maybe Safi, I don't know. I'm just going to start with Fez and see who I meet, see who tells me what, where, where it's cool to go, what's cool to see. So, yeah, going to spend today just... Finding out if there's some legit beer in Spain, maybe. Uh, maybe eat some fried anchovies if I uh, can find a cheap and cheerful spot. And uh, yeah, that is my my story. Um, looking ahead a little bit more. Is thoughts of South Africa, maybe a cat sitting situation I can get into. I don't know. My money is just about gone. I think with uh, student loans and everything, I got to pay. I got about a month before I'm just sunk so i was thinking of getting some writing done or doing something to try to scrape some some cash together to to live another month so uh yeah i'll see i'll see how things go things will as normal shape out as they shape out so that's the story uh yeah if i can get you an episode in morocco i will do that uh if not you'll probably hear from me Maybe in the Netherlands. Maybe finally do an episode with Walter. Yeah. Alright, you guys. Until the next episode. Good times. I'll see you down the road. I need a new escape. With all my shit straight, I'll get my big brain.